What's up, YouTube? Hope everything is well with you guys. Today I have another amazing guest, like always. I have Dan with me, um, a channel that I've been watching for uh, for a long time. And uh, you know that I, I really enjoy uh, your content. And it's a pleasure to, to have you with me. Um, but again, I assume a lot of my viewers also are aware of you. But if you can share a couple of words to people that may not know you, I think this is a great moment. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Andre. I'm very, very happy to be on here. I've been uh, watching a lot of your content also. So, um, yeah, big fan of yourself. So, um, my, my name's Dan. I uh, run Sports Cards UK, which is primarily a, a YouTube channel. And then I have some sort of social media around that. So, uh, I'm quite big on Instagram. Um, I, haven't, I haven't quite got to grips with TikTok at the moment. Um, I am on there. And I did go really quite big on TikTok for a while. But then I sort of... Uh, uh then just just one thing, I'm sorry. Actually, yeah. uh, preparing for the, the the podcast, I end up uh, checking out your your TikTok, and you, you have a lot of followers there. At least yeah. for me, I, I assume is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but they all came from one specific video, actually, which I have pinned, um, which was just like a, a comedy humor type thing um, to mm. do with football. Nothing to do with sports cards, funnily enough. So um, yeah, I, I did get a lot of. Um, I got a lot of uh, subscribers from UAE, which was quite interesting. So, um, oh. yeah, <laughs> they all loved Ronaldo and I did a video on Ronaldo. So that was quite interesting. Um, but, yeah, I struggle a little bit with content because I, 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 I prefer YouTube videos because I just think they're longer. And I've been enjoying YouTube live recently. I've been doing a bit of that and uh, really enjoying the uh, sort of communication, the live chat that you've got. Um, so that element's been really fun. No, yeah, for sure. Um, the thing about TikTok, actually, I got a comment the other day on my YouTube that I should create one, but yeah. I don't even think about that. I don't know. I don't think I'm that good for that type of content, you know, just uh, I enjoy this type of stuff, longer conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that and TikTok could potentially be a good tool to, to help grow my channel, grow the community, etc. I, I don't know. I always look at TikTok like this is a tool for the new generation, not not for yeah, me. You know? I suppose one thing that I will say about TikTok is that the reach is um, unparalleled. That, that YouTube, you don't you don't get that same sort of level of reach with with other platforms. But what I will say, TikTok lends itself really really nice to podcast clips. If you clip up the podcast, if someone has a hot, I mean, you talk about hot takes a lot. So if someone has a hot take or an unpopular opinion. That sort of thing is great to just uh, tie up into like a 20 second clip or something like that. And clips type uh, channels, I guess you would call it, or pages on TikTok do really, really well. So you technically mm. wouldn't actually have to create any content. You just have to edit the. Yeah, it's just copy. Yeah, I no, I for sure. So, um, yeah, the, the way the podcast works, I, I'm sure you are uh, aware. Uh, I have quite five questions for you, and I know you also have uh, five questions for me. Yeah. I ask you a question, you ask me another one, we give our first thoughts, and then we have a longer conversation. Uh, can I start uh, right now, then? Okay, yeah. so question number one. Um, you have been doing videos actually longer that, than me. I remember, like I said at the beginning, watching your YouTube channel before I even cre created mine. And I saw a lot of people, I'm talking even about content creators, um, go and come, you know, uh, in the last two, three years. And you probably saw 
the same. What's your opinion about the content creator scene in the in the soccer space? Uh, few few words, then we can have a longer conversation on this topic. Um, I, I think it's certainly bigger over in 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 the US than it is in Europe. Um, me personally, I would like to see a lot more content creators in Europe, especially from the UK. Me being in the UK, um, but I do feel that. Yeah, I agree with you. There was a few that, that that sort of came and go that I actually were were big fans of their channel, um, and I kind of do wish that they were coming back. But uh, the ones that we do have, I think, are very very good. I think um, there's we, we we're all kind of growing together. I mean, I mean, I literally overuse this phrase all the time, but that kind of rising tide raises all ships type thing. If yeah, there's yeah. more of us, I think we all we all gain from it. We all do really really well. So, yeah, I think my biggest thing for european sports cars youtube is i just wish it was bigger or maybe english speaking european because i know I, having said that i know there's quite a few sort of uh german box break channels and things that i see but um in terms of sort of english speaking then uh i would like to see more of them but I, I, the ones that yourself jojo jms just to name a few just to name a couple that spring to mind i think are, are very very good um and i'm hoping that you've got someone like gbw i'm not sure if you've heard of him Actually, huge in the match attack space. Oh, I I don't know, but but for example, in Portugal, there is huge there is big channels uh, about Panini stickers also. So yeah, yeah, basically targeting uh, what certain country consumes the most. But um, that's a good point. Yeah, but your channel, my channel, are a little bit different. We talk. Yeah. Uh, about the in 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 a macro perspective of uh, the grading game, the collectible space, I think those are are two different things. But I, I agree with you. Uh, I think that's that's a great point for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I hope be... those people that do things specifically, like like you say, like the, the the stickers in Portugal or the match attacks here, when they blend into sports cards a little bit, it does kind of give people that just maybe do collect those things a little teaser into what what the things that that we collect alike so hopefully some some big names uh whether they're celebrities or something like that that gets into gets into sports cars or shed some lights onto sports cars even sporting stars like alfonso davies and people like that um, oh okay no i i get what you are saying and, and yeah we have that potential you know that we can actually have uh, famous people actually talking uh, yeah. about soccer cards, uh, even educating the market potentially in the future. There is a lot of big streamers related with with FIFA. Something that I talk yeah. frequently on this channel, but I I, I agree. And I got, and now with the with the um, with the, the the FIFA World Cup, for sure there will be more. Uh, yeah, content uh, content creators trying to to en to enter the the space. Uh, so yeah yeah uh yeah shoot shoot me your first question <laughs> yeah so first question i've got for you um i've just got them written all down here just so that i don't forget them um so i love an oddball item i collect things that are quite random um i've collected all different types of cards um whether they're postcards cigarette cards sports cards um and all types of sports so from 10 pin bowling to snowboarding i wanted to know what is your do you have a, a card within your collection that you would consider like an oddball item, whether that's unique by the player or the sort of the type of card that it potentially would be? Okay, needs to be related with sports. Yeah. Um, 
with sports, I basically only collect soccer, to be honest with you. Okay. But, but I have some um, Rafael Nadal and the Federer rookie, rookie cards. Yeah. No, nothing super crazy. I bought them very cheap two, three years ago because I actually enjoy watching uh, uh, tennis, especially big games. I'm, I'm not sure I'm a, a super big aficionado that watches everything. No, not the case at all. But I, I like to, to watch the, the major tournaments, basically the, the Grand Slams. Um, and I know actually that Tops is releasing Tops Chrome Tennis very soon. So I think that will actually be a big deal. Again, not my market, and that being said, I don't, don't think I, I have an idea to enter the tennis market, but I think tennis have a lot of potential, yeah. Um, I, I collect some odd stuff, uh, but not related with, with sports. Uh, actually, I, I ended up sharing this with Joe. I have some uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth rookie uh, yeah. cards. I have some... Uh, I don't know, uh, Magic the Gathering, Harry Potter cards. I have a lot of different stuff, but more on the, let's say, almost pop culture, you know, uh, sports, yeah. basically soccer. I have a bit of tennis, but not not a lot. Okay. Um, so actually that question will be uh, quite long because I'm really curious about your perspective, not mine, because I, I watch your uh, uh, Mail Mondays and you you have a lot of ra random stuff from uh, from yeah. time to time. So I think your perspective will be much more uh, interesting than mine, honestly. So uh, question number two, um, this is a fun game for you. Uh, let's say I can give you 20K, not the case at all, but let's yeah. say I can give you 20K. And you can just buy one soccer card. Um, what card do, do, do you choose? Um, I would have to be particularly boring. I've just gone from oddball to going to like a really quite obvious plain answer. But mine would have to be a, it'd have to be a messy rookie. So I a, think top, it would... a top grade at 20k, I would assume. Yeah, so I, I, I had a, I've had a quick look at messy rookies recently. I know that the BGS 9 does about 12k. But a PSA ten does something like like sh stupid numbers after yeah. that. So I'm assuming a PSA nine would be somewhere around twenty k. Okay, um, talking about the the Mega Crack seven on Bs, right? That's it. That's the one. The two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you save your your thoughts on on the reason why you are choosing that because, like I said, <laughs> we go back to to the question. So yeah, shoot, shoot the, the question number two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for question number two. Um, it is pretty much the same question. However, I've put a bit of a spin on it. So if I gave you 20K, but you have to spend it on five items, Oof. it doesn't matter what the cost are of each item. So let's say you could go with four 1,000 pound or 1,000K cards. Sorry, not 1,000K, four 1K cards. And then you could go for a big 15K or you could split it up evenly. What five cards would you go for? All right, uh, that's a really difficult question, uh, especially because if I just had to target one, it'll be much more, <laughs> much yeah. more easy. But um, okay, let let's let me think about five cards that again that are around five k, just just for fun. I would probably try to to buy a Messi Este sticker PSA nine. I feel like those yep. are between seven k and five k. Probably I need to to get a little bit likely to get one, but I think that's that's a great rookie for uh, for Messi. Um, 
I would go with another Messi. I would go with Panini Travel Gold for Messi. I believe, again, he's more than 5K. But if I'm a little bit likely, maybe I can find one around those, especially in, in China at certain auction houses. Yeah, so I, I need like a travel set. I need three more. <laughs> this, this is honestly quite difficult. Yeah. Um, okay, another another interesting one will be um, I have a Van Basten rookie. Uh, but I would love to upgrade to a better grade. Uh, and I think 5K probably can buy me maybe PSA 5, PSA 6. I'm not sure, but around okay. those those yeah. lines. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about goods to, to be totally transparent with you because yeah. I really like to go for, for those guys. 5K, I would buy... Uh, Try to buy a PSA 3, BVG 4, something like that for Cruyff Polyrex, another upgrade. Yeah. And I need another one. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo 5K. Actually, Cristiano Ronaldo 5K, I know I know because uh, James, good friend of the channel, told me that at the National, a big, uh, one seller was was trying to to, to sell a Cristiano Ronaldo Mega Cracks BGS 8 for 5K, which I thought was quite uh, quite fine. cheap. So, yeah, that, that will be my my that final was, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said that was going to be a hard, but you, you absolutely smashed that. I think that was really, really good. I, I I can't yeah. fault you with your choices there, Marco Van Basten, Messi, Cruyff, and uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> and and I end up splitting a little bit pre-modern, modern, ultra-modern. So, <laughs> uh, no, but but was was a fun question, but still a difficult. One. If I had if I had one hour to think, probably the answer would be a little bit different. But but yeah, okay. yeah. So question number three. Um, I know you love. I know you love to prospect in the new kids, the the, the new uh, players appearing uh, on on the top leagues. Uh, so my question is actually quite simple: uh, top three young players you believe uh, in the long run. I know new kids are are always very volatile. It's super difficult to to know the future. But if you had to choose three names, uh, what uh, and one new role? Put Mbappé and Alain Auto because I think those are a little bit unfair since most people already uh, are, are aware of them. Three guys. Three guys. I would go all midfielders, funnily enough. I actually wouldn't go forwards. Um, I would go Bellingham, Foden and Pedri. Okay. My top three picks. Actually, we can debate about that because I yeah. agree a lot with two of your choices. Okay. And I don't agree with one, but right. we save that for, for later. So, yeah, it's, it's your turn. Send, send me a question. Two of the guys are English. So, I mean, it, it helps with the prices. But, yeah, I, I'm interested to see which one that you wouldn't choose. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few yeah, there's quite a few wonder kids to choose from, actually. But they're the, they're the three that came to the top of my head. No, and, and, by the way, uh, I, 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 think, I think all three uh, are, are super talented. It's not that I think yeah. are bad choices. I, I just, there is one guy there that uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. I think I might know who it is. Right. Question three. Um, what's your most recent lesson slash takeaway that you've learned as a sports cards content creator um, that i need to be more careful in the sense that um actually i'm talking about this in the last podcast but i feel fine to to talk again mm -hmm. um 
I did a lot of videos uh, that I said uh, on the undervalued card, stuff like that. And of course, I'll always share my thoughts. And I think that's the, the only thing people can ask me. But in the other end, um, I also feel like my community is, is small, but I honestly feel people trusting me quite a lot. At least is the feeling mm -hmm. I get from my followers. So I need to be more careful because I real I'm wrong so many times, and the, all content creators are wrong, and people need, yeah. need to be aware of this. That I really need to to be more more careful if I talk about something. Um, I basically need to to be to to have to have done a lot of research to feel comfortable putting a, a take out. But but yeah. I also don't feel most content creators care about this, being honest with you, <laughs> but no, I, I but I care a lot. So. I would have to agree with you. I think there's a your kind of moral compass prevents you sometimes from giving people advice. I think it's very dangerous to do that. That's what uh, one thing that I've always admired about your channel is the um, the intro that you do, where you say this isn't financial advice, and and you kind of you kind of explain that at the very beginning. Um, but, but then I actually think me doing that puts even more pressure on me because it's maybe almost it does. yeah maybe it you does. know because people think oh he's saying not financial advice okay well, now i really want to know what, what yeah. he's talking about so uh, if i was starting my youtube now i need to do the introduction because yeah. <laughs> people are expecting that but if i was starting my channel i may still say something in the middle of the video you guys do your own research because i really think people need to be aware of that but yeah. I may actually change that, you know, because yeah. I feel like people connect me a lot with financial advice for some reason. And I, I don't like that, but it is what it is, basically. One yeah. thing that I would say is, even when I'm wrong, at the time I'm recording, I believe I'm right, you know? <laughs> and that's what, uh, that, that's the best I, I, I can do. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, question number four. I feel like United Kingdom um, after United States, after after America, is the biggest player on the market right now. Um, and even my, my views on YouTube reflect that uh, most of my viewers are from America, then the second most the, are actually from uh, UK. Um, because of that, I always believe, and, and I honestly preach this quite a lot, then uh, Premier League legends like Thierry Henry, Frank Lampard, or even legends that are from your region should have a premium on the market. So I'm already sharing my take with you, but do you agree with me and a couple of thoughts on this? Yeah, 100%. So just because someone's English, um, as almost like in, in the Premier League, when someone's English, they have a, a kind of a tax on them. They're going to be a little bit more expensive because yeah. Premier League teams have to fill the amount of Englishmen that are part of their squad. Um, it's a it's a kind of a very similar thing in, in sports cars. If you've got someone that's English, um, you, you might pay that little bit premium. Or what I will say as well is that people are maybe a little bit more fickle or a bit more um, trying to think of the, the right terminology, but their hopes maybe lie a little bit uh further with the english players so they they have they have a kind of a, a sense of magic about them or they have uh this aura of them being a, an england international specifically the england internationals i would say i i agree with maybe you maybe think they're a little bit better than they are no and uh, another thing that uh, again I, we should save this but i think it's important to to add is that uh we saw the same with American players, right? That oh, we see is very, but I, I, I actually, so 
in general, I would say I do not agree with premiums that are irrational, you know, that is yeah. because of related with feelings, basically. But in the other end, I actually understand much more the premium for Premier League legends than the, the, the American premium, even though I still understand the American, the American premium. Because, look, uh, the reality is you guys are very likely. Premier League is the best league in the world. Um, yeah. So many legends. So, I mean, is the league... Up, my favorite league is the Portuguese league because, because of my team. But... Uh, after that, I, I love to watch Premier League. And I think most people share the, the same thing. And even in China, Asia in general, but, but let, let's say China, um, they love Premier League there. So if, if they start getting more into cards, because I, I really believe in this type of stuff. I feel like players like uh, Steven Gerrard, uh, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba, all of those big names, uh, Roy Keane, a player that I know you like quite a lot, yeah. they, they they can gain a lot of momentum in, in the future. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I think there is... Um, so, you made a good point there with the US men's national team. You, as, as well as um, people investing in those cards, there's going to be, in that country, more collectors. So, naturally, if people are, let's say, bidding on a card and you've got four collectors, it's an English player, they might be in an England shirt, same with the US men's national team, you're going to have more competition in terms of buying a card. So, I think that there's an element of that as well, especially with the US men's national team. I'm sure there's probably big collectors that will never sell those items, but there's probably quite a few of them in America collecting the Clint Dempsey's. And, um, I, 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 I would agree with you, but... Uh... The thing that I see in the American market, and you can tell me if you agree with me, is they don't care that much about old legends for them. They really care about this new generation. And to be fair, this this, yeah, new, this new generation seems quite good. I mean, Pulisic, again, is not a top player, but he's, he's a good player. Uh, Reina seems like uh, could be a, a very good player. But what scares me, and, and this is why I was saying I understand if, for example, you are buying players from the Premier League because you really have a connection with them. But there is a big difference. Is Roy Keane, for example, was a legendary player. And I'm not sure if Pulisic, Reina, when everything is done, you know, will be in that level. And the long run, that, that will matter a lot. You know, uh, that's why... For me, again, I know this may be a stupid comparison, but uh, if you can buy a Pulisic or if you can buy a one Rooney, right now maybe the Pulisic can even give you a stronger return because of all the hype, but long run, you'll be much better with, with, with the, the one Rooney because for me, it's one of the best Premier League um, legends. And I know I'm going a little bit off of, of the conversation, but... Uh, I'm just trying to 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 share with you why I believe a lot on Premier League legends and why I understand that tax that uh, certain legends can have for new kids. That's a little bit more debatable because it's the same thing. Uh, let's yeah. say uh, Sancho. I mean, probably seems like a very good player, but what actually a better example? Rashford. Rashford yeah. was was one of the the was was a big odd prospect in the market three years ago. Right now, mm -hmm. I feel like people don't even talk about him anymore. You know, so uh, for 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 new players, and I guess this logic goes also for Americans. I think people need to be careful. It's nothing new. I think everyone at this point should know this. 
But yep. the, the sweet spot for me, at least, is buying players like, uh, again, uh, Rakeen, Frank Lampard, all of the legends that um, I believe a lot in, in the long run, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And some of the new kids that have never seen the, the, there'll be the argument that some of the new kids that have never seen these players play will say, I, I hear a lot on things like um, sort of uh, th apps like TikTok. And 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 I posed this question to a, an audience when I, I, I did a live the other day. Mm. I said, do you consider players that you've never, ever seen play football as the greatest of all time? Or would you put those above players? that you've you've watched play football and it was interesting to see that some people would not put Pele Maradona Beckenbauer whoever in their top list of football players because they'd never actually seen them play or they weren't in their era so instead they would just rank other people that were in their era and I think that's a, quite an interesting conversation to have because I am obsessed with vintage and I know Joe on the no previous he, podcast talks a lot he, about pre-war and stuff you are correct. Really, really interesting. But not everyone that gets into the hobby has that that love for vintage either. I, I think sometimes for the younger people, it does take uh, for you to get into the hobby a little bit more to kind of fall in love with vintage. But some people don't just don't don't touch it. No, I I, was... I, I totally get what you are trying to say. Um, and let me let me say what I feel about that, honestly, because I actually I have. Uh... It's almost a what take on, on that front. Yeah. Look, if you ask me, was Pelé better than Maradona? I have no idea. Because yeah. I, I feel like he's, I can look at stats, but then stats, for example, for Maradona don't tell anything, since Maradona was a very, uh, in terms of skills, what was out of this world. Yeah. But then I, I start thinking about this. I my goats are Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. Um, for, yeah. And it's not that I think they are better than Maradona or, or Pelé. It's just those are the two guys I saw, so I can evaluate. Uh, I have a better idea of what I'm talking about. If yeah. you ask me what is your top 10, 100% Pelé and Maradona will be there, yeah. and Beckenbauer, probably Garrincha, all of those guys. Mm -hmm. But um, I have Maradona cards, I have all, all of that stuff, but I actually, and this is probably the take, I really enjoy collecting players that uh, I, not, it's not even that I saw, but that that I grew up watching. For example, Ronaldinho yeah. is my favorite player because when I was a kid, Ronaldinho was the best player in the world, was the player that when I was playing with my friends, I wanted to be, you know. So yeah. um, can you tell me, oh, but don't you think Maradona or Cruyff are a better, even better investments or better players than Ronaldinho? Well, probably, but the reality is for me, Ronaldinho is, is special. So yeah, I think this is, like you said, a very complex topic, honestly, because mm -hmm. I also think saying, oh, no, that's stupid. You, you also need to, you need to collect vintage. I also don't think that's the correct answer. I think understanding demographics, yeah. understanding... Uh, what you saw, what I saw, what this generation will saw in the future, that can play a huge role when it comes to investing your money. Because uh, the problem with vintage, and this this is why I believe this goes into our take, is if, if you tell me Maradona, Cruyff, Pelé, well, I think those names, even new kids, they are probably, if you're not Cruyff, but at least Pelé and Maradona, they are aware. Mm -hmm. But when you start going very niche into the vintage market, yeah. I'm not saying is is a bad buy, honestly, but I think you really need to do a lot of research to 
is this a player that was a legend or is this a historical player? Because I prefer to invest in a historical player because legends, there is a lot of legends, you know, mm -hmm. um, a complex topic, honestly. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and by the way, it's something that I, I don't have an answer. Yeah, it's definitely something that I could uh, I could talk all day about, I think. But 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 um, actually, I, I guess <laughs> there is one question left. But what do you think? Do 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 we also think that demographics will play a huge role on, on the market uh, for? Yeah, because even ten years from now, maybe new kids don't care about Messi. You know, <laughs> there is yeah. also that scenario. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and there's there's something magic for me about collecting the old players, even though I didn't see them. I I've always like found old things just really really interesting but maybe from people that grew up I, I have to be a little bit careful because I'm quite young so I I have a habit of calling vintage or pre-modern stuff or some people might even say modern for the 90s I end up calling it vintage by accident and then showing my age and a lot of people are like that's not vintage that was I was around I was 20 when that was uh when that was a thing when I was collecting those stickers so I have to be a little bit careful but yeah, in terms of um, vintage, there's definitely something magic about it. What you said about the, the kind of the kids knowing the legends, I will say that um, if you tend to be into football, not always, but sometimes you'd be into playing FIFA as well. And I think FIFA are very good about icon cards and things like that, that people will know a lot of players like Garincha that, that are on the game. But it always interests me when you have players like Platini, who obviously had all his dealings with the FA, fell out of the FA, so isn't going to be on the game. Um, a lot of people don't know him because potentially they've not seen him grow up. They don't know how good he was at Juventus and for France. And he's not necessarily in the mainstream media, talking about in, in recent times anyway. Yeah, no. I think his band's up actually next year. But yeah, I mean, he's not, on, he's not on the FIFA game. So it's just quite interesting to see that a lot of the younger people that you speak to they know all the all the players on fifa but they don't necessarily know some of the other legends that were maybe on older versions of fifa or, or whatever else but then yeah. do, do, do you want to know actually a funny example that almost mm -hmm. triggers me I, I i don't have kids yet but i have yeah. friends i have friends with kids and sometimes when i'm talking with uh, uh with them I always ask, so what's what's your favorite player? And for this for this new generation, it's crazy how, how, how many of them are Mbappé. And uh, I, yeah. I start thinking, you know, it's, 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 you can see a shift already because for me it was Ronaldinho, for probably generation, and even Cristiano Ronaldo. But now yeah. this generation, oh, no, no. Actually, one kid told oh, Messi is, is old, Cristiano Ronaldo is old, Mbappé is the best in the world. And to be fair, Mbappé at this point is probably better than Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, but you can you start seeing that okay, new idols basically, you know, and uh, everything is a cycle uh, in the end. So, <laughs> but this, this is a very complex topic because uh, it's not that vintage is bad. No, vintage is amazing actually. Uh, Pre-modern is amazing, but modern can also can still be amazing. You just need to target the the correct things. Uh, so, yeah. So I believe you have uh, two questions more for me, right? Or yep. one? So I've got two, I think. So number question number four, I've got, have you ever been to a card show? If so, which one? And if not, would you go to one? 
Ok, uh, card show related with soccer cards, never. Uh, in Europe, you know, there is, I know in the UK that there is something, but in the rest of Europe, yeah, you, you, you don't have anything, basically. So I never, I ne I'm sorry, I, I never went to, to, a, to a card show, um, but I played Magic the Gathering for a lot of years. So I went to, con to tournaments that there is a lot of people selling cards. I'm not sure if that counts. But would I go for one? 100% is something that I, I, I really want to do next year. Uh, this year, I, I ended up not going to the national. was very difficult for me. But um, next year, I, I feel comfortable to say that I, there is a likely scenario I will be in America to, 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 okay. to the national. Hey guys, a quick pause on the video. Hope everything is well. Uh, if you are enjoying this talk with Dan, uh, please leave a like. Uh, it means a lot. It's a good way to show support to me and to Dan because Dan also ended up spending a good amount of time with us. And I thought this was honestly a, a great conversation. Before we continue with uh, with the conversation, let me share a couple of things with you. Let's start actually with my Discord. We are more than 700 members right now. And I believe until the end of the year, there is a very likely scenario will be 1k maybe even more um, so I would love if you want to join my discord I think it's an amazing place to learn and share I'm trying to grow the community there to make the, com the community interact more and you can be part of that it's totally free to join like I said it's an amazing place to learn and to share and if you want to talk with me or other experienced collectors uh, th that's also a great place to interact the other thing is actually my patreon i have a patreon community that uh, basically the main reason is to support what i'm doing on the channel you guys know that youtube does not pay well at all but i try to provide a lot of value there so i put an exclusive video every wednesday and i put an extra audio on saturday the the extra audio is more me talking talking about the market, what I'm doing on the market, the, on Wednesday the video is actually a, a Q&A. So in the last couple of months I'm answering more than 300 questions, which I think is quite crazy to, to think about. If you joined right now, and this is something that I've, sometimes I feel like people do not understand, you have more than 60 Q&As to watch. So if you, if you already watch everything on YouTube, there is a lot of content on Patreon that you need to catch up basically. So, link below the video if you want to, to be part of the, the Patreon community. You need to pay around $10. If $10 is a lot of money to you, please don't feel pressure to join. Uh, like I said, uh, there is still a lot of free content on YouTube, but at least consider to join the Discord since it's totally free. So, both links below the video. Leave a like, uh, subscribe, all the good stuff, and let's continue with the conversation. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I've got potentially the national written down, but I just wanted to see if you'd say it first, because uh, I think I, I'd assume that that's kind of the obvious one for um, anyone that's kind of never been to a card show. I mean, the, the I must say the ones in the UK are growing at a rapid pace and are, are really, really good. But um, I think for a serious sports cards collector or investor, which whatever, whatever box you put yourself in, 
I think the the national is a yeah. And, and and the thing is, I I don't even have high expectations to make crazy deals there. I mean, I'm going mm. just for the so social experience almost. You know, just to meet people, to to see a, a big show in the biggest show in America actually, um, and that's it. Um, I'm not even actually I have cars in the vault in America. So, but um, okay, yeah. I, I don't have great expectation in terms of buying vintage pre-modern because that's what i collect the most and i feel like if i go to to a show like that there is a likely scenario big part of the soccer card market there will be modern and i, I don't collect a lot basically so yeah um, i think you'd be surprised there's quite a lot of quite a lot of dealers there but also the trade nights look absolutely massive i have seen some cards where i'm like almost like you know kind of european issues that are really rare and you're kind of almost surprised to see that they've gone all the way over to the us but a lot there's a lot of big vintage cards in the us so um no yeah, i mean that that, that will be a nice place you know what what i'm trying mm. to say is i have low expectations if i got yeah. surprised <laughs> it's probably best to have low expectations. <laughs> exactly yeah. be because i i also have good friends on the community that they tell me maybe not the national to be fair but they go to shows okay. and is mostly ultra modern and uh, if you try yeah. to buy vintage sometimes you don't find even anything relevant basically no mm. so yeah uh, my last question for you is your unpopular opinion on the hobby, uh, your hot take, basically. Yeah, um, I didn't actually have this one written down or I didn't actually, I thought you might ask this, ask, ask this question. Um, but considering we've spoken about him, I think Pulisic is the most overrated player <laughs> in the hobby. Um, and oh, I'll, go, I'll, I'll die on my sword saying that. I, I genuinely think. Uh, he's not a bad player, but in terms of his big cards, in terms of the amount of money that's being thrown at Pulisic at the moment, um, unless you're a US men's national team. I mean, if you're in the UK or in Europe as an investment, I don't know why you're buying Pulisic, in my opinion, but <laughs> unpopular. So, um, I, OK, I think we automatically get 10 dislikes because of that, <laughs> but and you are not the first person saying this actually on this podcast yeah. and the the answer i not the answer my, my perspective on this is i would the most overrated i don't know for sure but i agree is probably yeah. overrated and the the reason is when you try to match quality versus price does not make a lot of sense that's exactly, I mean, uh, yeah, that's exactly my the base of my argument is the amount of high or the the price of the high end compared to the the player the quality right so the, the quality the, the price does not match the quality and that's a yeah. huge problem if you are a very rational person uh yeah. but i also think okay normally i agree with you that okay quality price they should be very connected but yeah. I think you have to add another component to Pulisic. And I, I have zero Pulisic cards, by the way. But uh, I think you, you have to add um, a demand that's not normal, basically. Uh, you know, um, again, long run scares me a lot. People investing yeah. very heavy on Pulisic. Short term, mid term. Uh, look. I, I disagree with this, but let's say I, I believe you guys play America in the first game on, on the World Cup, right? Let's say for some reason Pulisic scores one goal and they win yeah. one zero. 
these cards will will make a two x through three x overnight. So, yeah. it, if you think about Pulisic is the type of player, again, I don't agree, but the, the upside can be crazy, honestly, because yeah. he's yeah. the the Captain America is the yeah, he's the, the guys that they. Yeah. So. But yeah. No, I, I do agree, and I, and I can. I'm I'm more than happy to be proven wrong. I, I I think it would be interesting if I was proven wrong. But obviously, you have got the the World Cup is in America, so that's home turf. So I, I'm I'm assuming people exactly. are probably waiting until then, and then I'd imagine his prices go up. But long term, like you say, we're talking long, long, long term. I mean, I mean, Clint Dempsey was a great player. I'm a Fulham fan. I love Clint Dempsey. What if 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 he? I mean, he was he was huge for the U.S. men's national team at the time. I know they haven't got the, they didn't have the young talent that they do now. But yeah, that that uh, I mean that isn't the one I've written down. So, but it uh, is it is, it is one I do believe. If I had to bet money, I think you are correct. Long run, mm-hmm. I, actually, I feel very comfortable that you are correct. Long run because I I hope people don't don't take this the wrong way, but I also don't think Pulisic will be a legend in the game. Um, no. So I, I think you are correct. And the, the and the, the thing that scares me the most is America. The the America is actually producing a lot of talent. So yeah. maybe there will be a new a new Pulisic next well, year. And, and um, I was literally making I was about to make that exact point in that. Um, I'm not trying to be it's, it's almost coming from a it's almost a positive on America that I can see exactly. the talent that they're coming through with at the moment I can see how young kids scholarships seem to now be a lot about soccer and don't get me wrong I think the way that America handles sport and scholarships and the way that they do their university degrees and everything I think is unreal I wish we had something like that in the UK but or Europe but it's it's unheard of here but I just think that there's so there's so much talent that is yet to come out of the US, which is almost inevitable. Um, I, I agree. I, I don't think he'll be seen as a, a legend in the same way that um, some of the best players of of basketball or, or American football have been in. No, uh, the, the, in the different past. different levels in my perspective. Yeah, 100%. but 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 the, if if I'm a, an American fan. I think I would be very happy with with the, the team right now, with the potential of the yeah. team, because I, I I honestly believe America have been doing a great job in terms of almost prospecting new kids to to one day yeah. be playing yeah. for for the, the the national team. So look, I don't know if America will be top five, top ten uh, team in the world in the future, but I think they have a great future on us. And twenty yeah. this World Cup, I'm not sure. Being honest. But the next World Cup, um, I I feel they they especially playing at home they they can be a strong uh, team winning. That's a long shot to to be fair. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, great job, long run. I also do not believe a lot in Pulisic. To be fair, with you. No, 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 absolutely. And and, and the young kids are they're making their ways over to Europe as well. I don't I don't believe the MLS is ever going to be a, a a top league in my opinion. Um, not in the way that I think Europe just owns football at the moment. Um, even South America produced some absolutely unbelievable players, but the best of them are playing in playing in Europe. But however, you look at the, look, look at the size of the US. I mean, compared to someone like a small country like England, I mean, even like small country like Portugal, in comparison to to the US, there's a lot of people over there, and their scholarship system is 
is extremely good. The, the sort of the, the money that's in sport over in the US, I, I think it's inevitable that they'll. Uh, I agree. Do well. And 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 the soccer have been growing quite a lot there. So I yeah. I, I honestly believe it's a question of time until the US start having yeah. a team that uh, people say, oh no, this is an incredible team. Actually, again, winning is a different. Portugal have ever have, have, have been having great teams, never won World Cup. So it's not yeah. like that that happens. Uh, England don't don't win World Cup for I don't even know how many years at this point, right? Yeah, so... 1966 was the last time. We, we, you won the Euros not that long ago, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you also you won the Euros, not <laughs> with well, the men's. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah the, the, the weekend just gone, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I was going to make a point there, but then I forgot what it was. Uh, is the oh, yeah. Um, one thing that's really interesting with sports cards on the kind of the US point, Leeds United have... Uh, obviously have they have an American manager and they brought in a lot of uh, young American talent I thought it was really interesting that I knew a lot of the players that they were bringing in so I knew Tyler Ad, uh, Adams I knew Brendan Aronson from the sort of prospecting thing in terms of knowing sports cards knowing rookies and a lot of my friends that are quite big into football were just like who who on earth is this Leeds are signing nobodies and I was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. talk about nobodies these are good <laughs> players and, and it's funny that like I know of these players because I watch, uh, I follow a lot of the US men national teams just out have it now because if I follow American um, YouTubers and, and and people that are on social media, um, they do talk about them a lot. So yeah, that that I found quite interesting recently is that. But, in, but in, in the other end, it's good to have friends that uh, they don't know those guys because yeah, I, I feel that sometimes we get caught into a bubble, you know, in the sense that... Uh, yeah. Okay, I collect cards. Everyone knows this player. Well, maybe not everyone knows that player. You know because you are prospecting yeah. on him. I, I remember when Alland was was breaking to uh, in in Dortmund and etc. And uh, I was talking to my friends. Look, this guy potentially could be the next Ballon d'Or, and most of them. Oh, he's good, but you they they did not know what I knew because I was grinding his market for so long since I saw the news related with him being a potential. But most people don't. But most people start paying attention to Alland when Alland scores in a trick on Champions League, when Alland yeah. starts scoring every game. But us, card collectors, we knew about Alland since Salzburg, you know. So sometimes it's good to to understand that our bubble is not the world, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even Pulisic, I mean, um, I was talking with, with a friend the, the other day, a friend that don't, don't collect cards, and I said, oh, this, the Pulisic, this guy have a lot of fight, and he, he told me, really? Pulisic mm. seems like a bench player for Chelsea. Yeah. In, in his mind, he's just uh, another player there, but uh, since I'm so engaged with the hobby, even if, like I like I said to you, I disagree with the, the American narrative, but Pulisic is almost a figure, you know. Pulisic mm. is, is kind of the man almost because of all the narratives around him. But yeah, mm. most people in Portugal, uh, not I would say not most people because I don't know everyone in Portugal, but people yeah. that my friend in Portugal, they they maybe know the name, but they don't know a lot about the, the player. So. Mm. Yeah, Just same... to go back to your original question, because I, I did go on a massive tangent there. Um, this is a, a kind of an unpopular one, but it's also it's a it sounds really obvious, but I think I think I think you'll make sense of it. So I've said this before, and people have just be like, oh, what, "What are you on about?" But 
I've I've written down people think the cards they have are way more expensive than they are, and that they think that people cards that other people have <laughs> are way cheaper than they are. One hundred percent. Yeah, it sounds it sounds weird to say, and it sounds really really simple, but that's one thing that does irk me a little bit about the hobby is that people almost refuse to look at comps or won't look at comps because it's their own card. But then if they're in a, a conversation with the dealer, it's I'm staring at comps, I'm picking the lowest comps and and it, it, it kind of that, that 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 does annoy me a little bit. And I think some people kind of grow out of it quite quickly, but other people still just their prices just don't make any sense at all. And I think mm. there's just this element of I own this card and I've picked this card because this is who I chose as a prospect or this is how um this is how I believe the player to be. Okay. Um, no, it's, I mean, I, I agree. I agree with that, honestly. I also think when you put a card on eBay, LCC, whatever, on, for mm -hmm. buy it now, and if you put uh, the card uh, 2x, 3x more than the real market value, that's sometimes a good indication that you don't want to sell. You know, I think yeah. is you are trying, you are almost, okay, if someone pays this, I let it go. But in reality, you don't want to sell. And I also agree that some people don't have a good sense of the market sometimes because uh, uh, it's something that I actually say a lot that people should always be buying and selling, honestly. I, and I believe in this more and more and more every day because... If you just buy, and there is a lot of people in the hobby that they just buy, just buy. Look, and that's great if you have the money to, to just keep buying and not selling. Mm -hmm. But I think selling is important to have a notion of reality sometimes because the card you think is 1K, maybe it's $500, you know? Um, and uh, I think with that, you, you even start making smart decisions in the future because you understand, okay, I need to be a little bit more patient on this one because if I try to 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 resell this in the future, I may not get what what I'm expecting. But if you just buy, if you just buy, if you just buy, you start having almost a wrong reality in front of in front yeah. of your eyes. You know, so that's why always buying and selling, in my perspective, is important because and and you start understanding almost certain trends on the market. Look. I bought a lot of vintage, but maybe uh, if I'm going to shows in America, I need a little bit more modern, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe I bought too much modern, then I need some pre-modern to old, long run. You start to have a better notion of, of reality. And um, I honestly, I believe in this more and more every day. People need to be yeah. buying and selling all the time. And that keeps you up with the market, which I think is another extra plus on, on this, you know. Yeah, you made so many good points there. I think definitely when I first started, I I when I first started in sports cars in general, I bought one card just to hold and then it was going to it was a real long-term hold. But then then I started to get a bit more into it and buying and buying and buying and buying and I wasn't really doing much selling at all and because I was such an amateur or I was new to the hobby and I didn't quite understand, I hadn't had much experience in investing in anything really at all. I wasn't into stocks and shares, crypto, whichever. I think crypto was really much around then I, I mean it was but it wasn't mainstream but i did all this buying and just assuming that everything goes up which yeah. is just it's the worst assumption you can you can have is that things you will make losses and you'll make loads of them and and that's fine but as long as your gains uh make it worth it then 
by all means but I, I think your your comment about buying and selling is so true and then like you said with the trends like you start to learn okay if someone's in the premier league and then they go over to the mls their cars will go down because no in here and in the U, in the uk anyway because no one's going to watch the mls or they don't follow it as much they're not going to be unlikely to be in the champions league and you've got or they won't be in the champions league and you kind of got all these things that you can kind of think about or i think one thing that i learned is that um sometimes if a player plays for uh, a country that isn't going to be in the euros or isn't going to be in the world cup uh, because that country isn't necessarily the the best uh doesn't have the best national team but you've got that one player that's really good for that 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 team they have to pretty much be outstanding for their club or they have to be in a league that everyone is watching otherwise it is going to be a little bit of a risky buy um mm -hmm. I think George Weyer kind of comes to mind, but maybe at the time when he was playing, people were, were buying him because amazing. He was great for AC Milan, but I'd imagine that if he went and played for Toronto or, or uh, someone over in the, uh, the MLS, his price would probably naturally go down because you wouldn't see the national team football maybe as much. And yeah. No, I mean, great point. And, and actually <laughs> I have a funny story related with this. A couple of months ago on my Discord, uh, one of my members there uh, told, not told me, told to the entire community, oh, I sold stuff on uh, PLCC and uh, was the first time me selling stuff. Everything went much down than I was expecting. And the, the reality is that was a shock of reality, you know, uh, yeah. in the sense that no things went about right in your mind. You really thought they ended up being a little bit more expensive because it's very rare to find someone that have a car that is uh, um, 1K, actually 1K, and thinks it's $500. Normally, the person that has a car that is 1K thinks it's 2K, you yeah. know. And, yeah. um, and to finish my thoughts on this is, you need to start to understanding what you like versus what other people like. And uh, what you like sometimes is not what the market like. And your price does not reflect uh, a reality um, because we all we all have confirmation bias. A good example of this could be grading. So you send a card to PSA. Look, a lot of times I think those will be nines and tens. Well, the reality ended up being seven and eights. Why? Because I have some bias that I think my cards are in better condition than they, they really are. And that's why you we pay top dollar for PSA, SCC, because apart from authenticating the card, etc., they also don't have a bias that we have, you know, so they, they can actually, no, this card is a five, is a six. And if you look at the card, you probably, oh, no, no, this is a seven and eight, because you try to, to always make your things better than they are and uh, i do that you do that everyone watching this video probably uh, does that so Absolutely. i think you have one more question right yeah uh the last question i have for you is what has been your favorite purchase to date so it could be because of the price or it could be because of the, the story on in terms of how you obtained it or it could be um uh, just a, a card or sticker that you've you've always wanted to own and you finally owned it Mm, favorite purchase um <clears throat> difficult one i would go with the recent with the recent one um because i have a funny story related with, with that card my favorite purchase was polyrex uh, cruyff 58 not 58 i'm sorry uh 68 
uh, campeões europeus de futebol, the, the, the most popular rookie for, for Cruyff, I would say, I uh -huh. bought a PSA 2 for 1.9k. And the reason I'm saying this is my, my the, not my best buy, but the buy I enjoyed the most was, at one point that card was selling, a PSA 2 was selling for 9k, I believe even 10k, And I, I made a video, uh, not sure if it was a video or Instagram, but whatever, no, not super relevant. I, I made some comments related that I said, I think that's too much for that card, honestly. I think people are, are getting crazy. Look, people need to be careful. Is low pop right now. And to be fair, is a card with strong rarity. But more will, will appear on the market because when you see a big sale for one card, does not matter almost if the card have great fundamentals or not. If it's a one-of-one, one, I understand it's different, but normally more will appear on the market. And I was totally correct on that. A lot of crafts end up appearing in the market in the last couple of months. More supply uh, makes prices go down. I mean, is there is no no one should be surprised by by that. And uh, I thought it was quite funny that, and at the time people said that I did not, I was wrong on that. Cruyff needs to be expensive, <laughs> crazy takes, honestly. So I thought it was funny that I was criticizing Cruyff at 10K. And right now I'm buying Cruyff at 80% less. So instead of me telling those guys that I was correct, my actions end up speaking, you know, because I, I bought the card at less than 2K that people paid 9K not that long time ago. So, wow. That's quite the drop, but that uh, that, that also I mean, mental but, to me that, that at one grade from a one to a two had that big of a gap. Hmm. That to me just seems like there needs to be a correction there because if you've got a if you've got a nice looking one compared to a two, what it's, it's it almost seems definitely worth it to go and resubmit that one to try and get that two for the extra nine k. Yes, you, it's going to be cost you maybe a little bit, but no, it seems no. like it'd be worth the gamble. But but then I, what I said was I bought the PSA two for right. uh, let's say two k and the yeah. PSA two also was selling a nine k. So I'm not talking about the different uh, guys. Oh, Actually, okay. the, the same grade. But you are correct in one thing. Um, I actually think it's bananas that people pay much more for a PSA 2 than a PSA 1. Let me yeah. explain you why. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but in my opinion, most of the time, the difference between a PSA 1 and a PSA 2 is not relevant. It's about no. the grade. If you get a PSA 2, normally, especially for vintage, there is some glue, there is maybe some paper loss. And uh, sometimes I see PSA 1s that look much better than PSA 2s. And I also see PSA 2s that look much better than PSA 1s, of course, but it is very random. The PSA 1, PSA 2 grade, in my perspective, is the one that is where you find the I, I personally I don't pay a premium. I, I, I go for eye appealing. If if a PSA one looks better than a two, I buy a PSA one. And and I honestly okay. believe more people okay. will will understand that. Um again, PSA 9, PSA 10, you can also say sometimes it's a bit crazy to see the premium. But I, I honestly understand a little bit better the PSA 10 premium, okay, even yeah. if I, I also don't like the PSA 10 premium, I understand a little bit better than the PSA 1, PSA 2, because the PSA 1, PSA 2. 100%, you crack 100 cards, we'll not say all of them, but big part of them will 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 change the grade. A two will be a one, a one will be a 1.5. So uh, I, I don't get the premium between those two grades, honestly, unless I appeal it. So yeah, um, 
let's go back to the first question and a couple of those we, we, we already end up having I would say a longer conversation but the first question was related with content creators in soccer I'm a content creator you are also a content creator with more experience than me on YouTube actually and we saw at least I, I assume you also saw a lot of people coming and go and I think mm -hmm. it's normal I think soccer was quite hot at one point in time um I was, for example, I was getting more more views at one point in time that I'm getting now, and I think most content creators probably share the same thing since uh, the market is a bit down, and that probably unmotivates people. But um, I think is is important to stay on YouTube on this moment, you know, because. I understand the market maybe is not what we expected one year ago, two years ago, or at least that big part of the market I expected. But more than ever, I feel like content creators should keep pushing, you know, because I think this is just the start. This this is a down cycle, but one day there will be another up cycle. And I think people that stay on YouTube will be the winners. Um, going a little bit maybe out of topic, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I completely agree with that. I mean, there's so many variables that I'm seeing at the moment why I think that soccer cards, especially in the UK um, and Europe, will become really, 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 really popular. I think it, it seems like never before have Panini and Tops be uh, consistently releasing all these sorts of sets as frequently as they ever have been. And that that seems really really new. Obviously, we know that that the Topps Chrome's been around since whenever it was 2016, 2017, maybe earlier. If you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just the amount of sets that are coming out, the amount of deals that they're doing with different types of players, so that they can bring out curated sets and all these sorts of things that they're doing at the moment is just lifting and lifting and lifting the hobby. Um, and like like you say, I think people that are in uh, sports cards content creators now are going to be the first people that are kind of that are lifted up because if someone goes to youtube and they type in soccer cards or they type in soccer cards podcast or vintage soccer cards or something like that they're going to look for the people that are probably there with the the most views or the most subscribers and that sort of thing so i think that time is to come and i think if you're if you're starting now now is the best time to start but if you're if you've already started i think um i, I think we'll all will all do really well i think out of uh out of youtube in time and yeah, yeah. As well. i i i really think this is just a a different cycle you know a different uh, yeah. time in the market but things go up and down all the time and um look i understand macroeconomics are not great in the world right now and uh, that's a huge deal i mean <laughs> in the end cards are what they are they they don't uh, impact your life and you need many to, to, to things that actually impact your your life but uh, I feel like that history tends to tell us that that uh, look uh, when things are down is honestly when you should be grinding even more when you should yes. be taking uh, I, I for example I'm not sure if if we are at the bottom of the market I have no idea and everyone that tells you this is the bottom of the market they are lying because we don't know that yeah. that's that's impossible but I've been buying uh, actually more than ever to 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 be fair um 
And I feel like one day what I'm buying will give will be giving me a return of 2x, 3x, which does not mean a lot because a lot of stuff that I buy actually don't even sell. But the reality is I'm buying cards right now that one year ago, two years ago, I thought, oh, maybe I will never afford a card like that at this point. And they are down so much that, oh, guess yeah. what? Actually, I can enter uh, this again. Uh, I, I, let's say I, I paid around 2K for the Cruyffens. 2K is a lot of money. But the reality is when you compare with 10K, it's completely different. So um, another good example, I think the BGS 8 uh, Ronaldo, at one point in time, the, the Mega Cracks was selling for 16K. Don't exactly quote me on this, but around that. Right now you can buy it for 5K. Mm. I mean, if you really believe in the market, look, uh, the pop for Cruyff is around 50 at PSA. It's not a lot. The pop for Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, is a little bit higher since we are talking more about the modern, pre-modern card. But Cristiano Ronaldo on Mega Grax uh, is still around 200 copies. That does not seem a lot for a player like Cristiano Ronaldo with only two rookies. So, by the way, I'm not pushing the narrative on Cruyff and Cristiano Ronaldo because everyone knows those those two. What, what I'm really trying to say is if you believe in the market, I think there is so much opportunity right now. Uh, and this logic goes to content creators, to people investing, to everyone. Right now is the time to be grinding the, uh, the market because you will miss this market. You may not like it now, but yeah. one year from now, maybe two years, maybe three, I don't know. You will miss this market. At least, again, I believe a lot in the market, so I have a lot of bias, but I really think this is a market we all should be enjoying. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, so what was the first question for me? Because actually for end up forgetting about... Uh, the first question for you was about the oddball item. Okay, so like I said, I don't have a lot, but I think this is a great question for you, not not for me. So um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, one a couple of that I mentioned. I I have a a ten pin bowling card of someone that I watched the documentary on. Uh, that was quite quite an interesting one. Pin um, bowling. Pin ten bowling. Pin, ten pin bowling. Yeah. Do you know what is that? <laughs> you know where you have the skittles at the end of a runway and you you bowl a ball oh a bowling right basically bowling, yeah bowling oh, okay okay no no so, no but we have so we I, 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 yeah i mean it's probably more regularly used as bowling but then we also have bowls so I, no I okay 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 because i think it says that on the card as well i think it maybe is an american term but it does make sense because there's obviously 10 pins at the bottom mm-hmm. um what else uh yeah i bought i bought recently a sean white snowboarding rookie card okay that was quite interesting i like my extreme sports i'm going after the the tony hawk rookie card as well yeah i remember seeing a video of you trying yeah. to, to to get one yeah i tried to try to open up a few packs i think i get i got, I got a couple bmx's which was quite good um, do, do 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 you have uh kelly kelly slater the stuff uh, guy yeah, I don't know. I think he. I've got a got a feeling he is in that set, but I can't remember if he. I I don't know anything. I'm asking. I if I have one or not? Okay. Let's double check. I think he is in that set, but I don't think I pulled one. But I'll double check. But um, actually, let me ask, actually ask one because I'm really curious about this. Yeah. We we saw soccer exploding, F1 exploding. Uh, 
uh, even tennis to a certain point, I think, and even cricket. But uh, there is still a lot of sports that um, don't have a lot of uh, momentum behind them. The people not talking about, I guess, bowling could be a good example. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was thinking about one. I have zero cards, by the way. But I would love to know your opinion because I feel like you are more comfortable in this market than, than me. Um, cycling. Because I feel like cycling is huge in Europe, you know, um, especially in France, uh, they, they have the biggest, yeah. the tour. Do, do, do you think there is an opportunity on a market like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, there are stickers at the moment. You could collect cycling stickers. Uh, there's a player called Eddie Merckx, which mm. I think is M-E-R, I want to say K-X. It's but yeah, if you Google Eddie Merckx, no matter how you spell it, you'll be able to find it. Um, his, I think it's a Calciatore sticker, does really, really, really well. I would I would argue that's probably the best sticker to buy in terms of cycling. Okay. Um, I know that people like myself have done a bit of research into his stickers without actually having any interest in cycling whatsoever. Um, so he would he would potentially be a an, an interesting an interesting buy. But yeah, I mean, there's quite a few that that aren't haven't really ever got cards but then there's also some that have got cards but maybe haven't been propped up by the right types of companies so we know about the the net pro set net pro i haven't seen anything from net pro since those old uh tennis cards you you you, you collect ufc right yeah ufc yes yeah. so it's interesting to see how big ufc and wwe has now got since panini have taken over like you say tops is interested in taking tennis yeah I'd like I, I feel like i feel like the, these two markets the, the ufc and wwe they, they've been growing quite a lot yeah. especially the the new guy from england paddy pimblant i believe is the name yeah there's yeah. so much people talking about him recently it seems like the, the new conor mcgregor i don't know yeah he's a big star i mean in, and uh i probably shouldn't say this because i'm english and i'm a big fan i don't I don't at the moment see him winning a title. Um, I, th I think he's still very young. I think he's got he's got a lot of um, improvements maybe to make in his stand up, but his ground game is is, is very 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 good. Um, I watched him back when he was in the um, I think Strike Force was was the the previous uh, promotion that he was in uh, okay. back when he had the orange shorts and he 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 was unbelievable when he used to pull guard his legs were really flexible he was very good at jiu-jitsu wrestling i'd just like to see a little bit more improvement in terms of his um his stand-up game um there's a, another fighter at the moment called charles Oliveira. no the... I, i'm i'm aware of those guys i actually yeah. watch off ufc a, a bit i actually a couple of years ago i ended up practicing uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. because in portugal there is a lot of coaches for for that mm -hmm. and uh, yeah i actually love I, again zero cards but i love uh, ufc but I, I admit i'm a conor mcgregor fanboy because i started watching yeah, because too. of because of him you know I, I i could not even pretend that after all the stuff with khabib etc the reality yeah. is I started watching UFC because of Conor McGregor. So because of that, I always uh, like him. I mean, I understand out yeah. of the, the cage is a little bit crazy, but but yeah. But Paddy, I think Paddy definitely has that same aura, doesn't he? He has that yeah, same yeah. presence. He's the, I mean, he calls himself the cash cow, but he he, bring, he puts bums on seats. And I think uh, 
He's only had two fights in the UFC. Both of them have been sold out London shows with amazing, amazing um, crowds. So, yeah, I think the fact that he's going straight to Vegas after his, his second fight tells you everything that you need to know about his stardom. I, I think uh, he is the first guy after McGregor that I felt that extra something, you know, that you say, oh, this kid... The yeah. personality you get quite addicted to to him, you know. Is is there is something about him that okay? If this guy is yeah. fighting, if this guy is talking, I, I need to see what. Yeah, uh, yeah and uh, I'd say there's one between them that's got close, but maybe isn't as. Uh, so a player, called, uh, a fighter called Sean O'Malley. Oh, Sean O'Malley. Yeah, Sean I know. O'Malley, I I am also aware of Sean O'Malley. Was close, but I I, I do think I actually think that Paddy will bring yeah. bigger crowds than Sean O'Malley. This is completely out of soccer right now, but I yeah. actually think that uh, um, Sean O'Malley is probably a better fighter, mm-hmm. but I f- think he forces the personality a little bit too much, and I think Paddy is authentic, and that's, and McGregor yeah. was authentic. So um, I, I think for the, the, UFC, the UFC, if Paddy can actually gain the title. I know it will be very difficult. I hope but so. He he becomes a, a crazy star. I, I think he actually can reach McGregor level type of fame, but that's a big if because we. Yeah, I mean title. the reason I mentioned Charles Oliveira is that he he was in a similar situation where he was a kind of a, a BJJ black belt and he was unbelievable on the ground and it's taken him quite a while but he's eventually got to the point where his stand up game is so elite now that yeah. he wins out anywhere and I'd just like to see that from Paddy. I'd like to see his stand up get to the that that level so that you, you can't beat him anyway you take him down he's really good there you, you keep him but, on the feet really good but there, then so. uh, the next match for charles oliveira is islam makachev um the Khabib oh, Khabib but... friend and I, I think that will be difficult for it again yeah. maybe charles proves me wrong again because i, I always doubt yeah. charles for some reason oh but uh, i think the i think the new Khabib is, is a problem you know i think so i, th- I think he, i think he could potentially win and he's got habib in the in the corner as well yeah, so yeah. there was that recent video where he was uh Khabib was was talking to him about the the kimura and uh he was saying patience patience and what i really liked from Khabib was that he was saying be careful be careful because he knew that islam if he'd have pushed too hard is the guy's arm would have been completely broken and Khabib's in his corner, still going, be careful, be patient, be patient. You'll get the tap just because he knew he didn't want to break his arm. And Habib wasn't even fighting. So I think that was uh, great sportsmanship from him. And um, as much as I'm a, a McGregor fanboy, I do have quite a yeah, lot. Of same, same. I, I, I like both, honestly. No, but we end up going a little bit out of the, the soccer talk. I hope people yeah. don't, don't mind. But again, I, I love sports, not, not only uh, soccer. So... The second question was about uh, a card that uh, you would buy. Uh, you said potentially PSA 9 Mega Cracks. Um, yeah. Why you think that uh, would be the best buy around that? Uh, I think it's a great choice, by the way. But So I, I thought of two. I only mentioned one. But the other the other messy card that I was thinking was, was the, I think, the Landmarks Gold, which I think is numbered to about 25. Okay. That, for me, is like a real modern example of a card that's not a rookie card but it's a one a prism card which people love is like a, a downtowns or a landmarks is a set that or insert that people absolutely love a chase card maybe is probably a better word than insert 
and the fact that it's gold is another thing that people love. So you kind of have the two cards that are maybe both PSA 9 sit at the same price, which to me makes absolutely no sense because I would go straight to the rookie any day of the week. But it's interesting to see how those two cards, although completely different and miles apart in terms of release dates around at the, the 20K mark, I would still probably think that the messy landmarks is a good buy, mm -hmm. but it's not my preferred buy. And I think the reason that I did decide to go with the the rookie is um there's never the messy landmarks there's always going to be this kaboom there's always going to be a color blast there's always going to be yeah. base cards that people are going to suddenly love or gold might not be the the next best thing um it might be stained glass or whatever else you don't know what card designs are, are going to come out with and you don't know what popularity people are going to come out with bank on the rookie i agree your conclusion is is what i think basically the problem yeah. is there will always be another one another one uh, maybe it's not landmarks maybe it's another name but i would say one thing i think the landmarks cards for messi is actually is is, is a beautiful card is a card that yeah. one day i would love to i think the 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 gold is out of my budget to be honest with you but yeah. the, the even the base i would love to own one uh one day but related what yeah. with what you said if i had to pick between those two um i think the thing is the more you need to explain a card the less i like the card and uh, when you look to, to the mega cracks super easy you tell me you, imagine i don't know anything about soccer you tell me this is the first card for Lionel Messi. That's it. I'm sold because yeah. I, I automatically understand what you are through. Okay, it's the first collectible. It's the first Panini card. The landmark, if you think about it, if I don't know anything about soccer, you take a good amount of time to, to try to explain me why I should buy that card. And uh, this is a very basic trick that I have in my mind all the time. But uh, I always think about this. The more I need to explain a card, the less I like the cards. And that's why people love rookies, because you pick a, a Roy Keane rookie. Why? Well, he's the first card for Roy Keane. You really mm -hmm. don't need to say a lot. Then, of course, we go to condition rarity, to the true rarity, uh, to see if there is more rookies. But at the first glance, I think this is a really good thing to, to have in mind. Yeah. I've never thought about that before, but that actually makes a lot of sense. Um... I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna have to steal that one for you if someone if someone <laughs> asks me that again. A, a, but, good, a good example. I'm sorry. A good example yeah. could be think about this. Like I said, I, I I don't collect a lot of ultra modern, but let's say 2017 uh, Chrome, which is the first tops Chrome. It's not that difficult to explain why people should collect that set if you think about well. well Okay, it's not a rookie, but he's the first tops Chrome. Is one of the most popular Iconic. brands. Is one yeah. of the most popular brands in America. But now try to explain me why I should collect a second year top scrum for Messi. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult to explain me that because I think, okay, but um, is this, there is something first about this? Because being first about something, I personally think is, is huge. Um, and I honestly believe if, if more people put things that way, especially when they are not sure about one card versus the other, this, this is a very basic thing. But at first glance can actually help you a lot. Yeah. And I, I think messy rookies are going to be harder and harder and harder and harder and harder to buy because collectors will eat them up. They're not going to be able, they're not going to be for sale. 
if I'm a big messy collector, what would I rather sell first? Would I rather sell um, a landmarks or would I rather sell the rookie? And it would be landmarks every single day. And they know people know that landmarks are liquid. They're they're very easy to sell. There's going to have don't get me wrong. I love parallels, but also if you think there's always going to be one parallel better out there, unless you've got the one of one. Um, so it's just like there's only one messy rookie. There is only one. The image is just brilliant i think it's a really really nice clean image there's a lot of color on the card and i think that is that is the one that i would go for i get the other argument would be pick ronaldo's rookie and some people would argue ronaldo's better than messi messi's better than ronaldo but i, I think both both will be will be solid choices honestly i think he's a book yeah. reference and and especially you are buying a psa9 a psa9 is the pop report is not that tight so you have something with condition relative there you have probably i would say top three most iconic cars in the hobby yeah um for some people maybe even the most iconic car in the hobby so i think you you made a, a great choice honestly i think 20k for a messy psa psa9 is solid and what was your choice what would you say what was your answer My, mine mine was a was a little bit complex because i said 5k for the st sticker I guess I can but explain. What, but if you said for, for just one card for the 20K, what would your choice be for that one? Sorry. Oh, just for one card. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I like your choice, honestly. I think it's a solid one. I also like a PSA 8, PSA 9. I'm not sure about the price for Cristiano Ronaldo because I also think yeah. it's a solid choice. But 20K, you can also buy a Pelé with a Bolo, I about, Yeah, I was about to say that. And that was, that was within... Is a PSA one, PSA one point five, yeah. maybe a two if you are very likely, but a low grade. Mm. And I also like that. I think that is a cool card to to own. Um, I, I don't know. I think any as long you are buying a goat, as long you are buying a card that is very easy to explain why it's so so iconic, so important, mm. you will be happy long run. Uh, yeah, I suppose you could you could argue that the Argentina. Uh, or there's the 78 Maradona. If you get that in a low enough grade, again, potentially that would be a, a 20 But then, I, actually, I'm saying the Alifa Bolo get because I was going more into the direction of iconic cards. Because for yeah. 20k, I actually would prefer to buy another a different Pele. I'm not sure if you are aware of American a set from Brazil. Is uh, basically is 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 looking at the camera. His face is is a different picture. But mm -hmm. he's, he's a rookie from Brazil. And I've been thinking more about that, you know, because mm. the Alifa Bologet is from Sweden. Yeah. I actually do not like that, you know, because I actually prefer to have a rookie. I know people disagree, but I'm saying what I believe, at least. I actually like the idea of the rookie for Pelé being from Brazil. And the American, the, that set, is actually quite more rare than the... Um, the Alifa Bologet. I understand, like I said, the Alifa Bologet is the most popular. It's the same logic as the SS sticker. The SS mm -hmm. sticker is more rare than the Mega Cracks, but people prefer the Mega Cracks because they like the picture more. And the cards, they with time, they gain a lot, you know, they gain a history around them that is difficult to explain, but the collectors love that type of stuff. And yeah. think about this a guy that enters right now the market in the market with the budget most likely he cannot afford a messy mega cracks but for sure is the type of card that if he keeps collecting he, he 
you always have that card in mind. Oh, that that was one of my dream cards when I started. And uh, because of that, there there will always be some uh, premium for 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 super iconic yeah. cards. And and it's it's your twenty thousand pounds. I think at the end of the day, you should buy the card <laughs> that you want the most, the one that you think is the most visually appealing. But I, I think yeah, anything from. Uh, South America kind of just makes sense for, for for buying South American players. It it makes sense to. to I agree. Sticker which originates from there. Then yeah. a, an, another great choice will be a PSA nine Zidane rookie because yeah, I believe he's twenty k also. I also think that's amazing as an amazing yeah, choice. Another good buy, yeah. And and this wow. is 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 the top grade actually. That there, there, there is no PSA ten, so you have the best Zidane rookie card. I actually like that, that idea. <laughs> yeah. There's so many players. R9, if you have the R9. Yeah, probably a top grade will be also. Yeah, 9, 10, yeah. Yeah, no, there, there is a lot of options. The problem the problem is to get the 20k. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not everyone's just got 20k lying around to, to spend on one card. Maybe okay, one. so this question I really want to talk about before we 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 close the, the podcast was the... Yeah. The top three prospects. You said Pedri, yes, Bellingham, yeah. and Foden. The one I disagreed for is Foden. And I will explain you why. Okay. I I think, uh, first of all, I think Foden is, a, is an amazing player. He's, he's nothing mm -hmm. against him. I think he's amazing. Yeah. But when I look at prices for Foden, and one thing, another thing, I don't play in, in modern a lot. So, But when I look at prices for Foden, versus Vinicius Jr. I think Vinicius Jr. is a better player. Already won Champions League. I really feel that Foden is a good example of a Premier League player and you keep having some type of tax. tax I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, I, I kind of don't like Foden that much. I like Bellingham a lot. Bellingham, actually related with, with, with the last talk, remembers me then quite a lot. Uh, I'm not comparing before, but, oh, he's, but he's, he plays with his head, uh, you know, always looking, great vision. I actually think he, he's probably one of the closest players I, I saw to Zidane. Very young, very far from Zidane uh, yet, but I see some quality. So I, I really like Bellingham, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, Pedri. Pedri is a difficult one to judge because, of course, he's amazing. Um, he's a mix between Xavi and, and Iniesta. He's, yeah, that would also, be a good comparison, definitely. He's Iniesta. I'm not sure he's Xavi. I'm, yeah, I think he's a mix. I think he's, he's quite uh, unique. Uh, what scares me about Pedri is Barcelona. I know Barcelona right now is, is better than it was last season. But this is not the, Bar the, the Barcelona we saw growing. Because you remember, Barcelona was unstoppable at one point. Was bit, we knew that, okay, Champions League is probably Barcelona or Real Madrid. <laughs> and then even like 80s, 90s, that the Barcelona have always been on it, really. Right. Was, Super was, strong team, yeah. yeah. Maybe right now with Lewandowski, things can get better. But I'm still a little bit not sure. I, I, I need yeah. to see them doing... And I mean, it's... It's so difficult to to replace players like Xavi, Iniesta, Puyol. I mean, yeah, it's almost Messi, of course. I'm not even talking about Messi because that it is what it is. That, but, uh, um, but those... they have so 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 many young talents, but that just a uh, well, you can't you can't say that you're never going to win anything with kids because that was once said about Man United, and and then look what happened there. But there is so much 
there's so many so much promise to come out of out of some of these young players for Barcelona but yeah I, I totally agree with you players like Lewandowski are, are brilliant in terms of bringing the best out of those young players and and teaching them about playing in the Champions League through through a lot of his experience no I, I kind of I... wish he'd stay at Bayern a little bit longer though no, I, I would prefer him at Bayern, honestly. I, yeah. I think the Barcelona move, uh, I know a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of hype. And you can tell me, look, if Lewandowski wins Champions League with Barcelona, there is nothing he can do at Bayern Munich that will be better than that. I agree. The, the best scenario at Barcelona is better than the best scenario at Bayern Munich. I think we all agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I think the most realistic scenario is better at Bayern Munich, you know, because he wins the league again. We in Champions League, they're always one of the favorites. May win, may not, but they have a better chance than, than Barcelona for sure, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so and and um, the the thing that I actually think Lewandowski in general is a bit undervalued for the player he is, but uh, mm -hmm. Lewandowski super was now now forget about was super close to actually become the top goal scorer ever for Bundesliga and even. Yeah, and even potentially the top goal scorer for Bayern Munich. And I think that would be such a big deal when people look at the history books, you know. Going to Barcelona, I, I personally don't like it. Maybe I'm wrong and he, he wins a lot, but I, I don't like it. I think, I think Aguero going to Barcelona was perfect timing. I think Lewandowski, I think he Agreed. had so much more to, uh, to achieve. I think a, a Ballon d'Or would have obviously come his way. And, and then... Bayern Munich is such a machine. Why leave that team? You know, I, I, I honestly don't like the move for, for Lewandowski. I think people, oh, but if he scores, I think the most likely scenario is the transfer is not great for, for him. It's likely that he scores 20, 30 goals. I think so. I mean, he's, he's a machine, but uh, scoring goals does not mean winning titles. That's the problem for yeah. him. Uh, so, yeah. Just a quick one on, on Bayern, uh, just to get a really quick point on this. Um, what's your, or do you believe that Joshua Kimmich is underrated in the hobby? Okay, Kimmich for me is the most similar, actually I'm doing a lot of comparisons today, but is, is the, the most simil, similar player I saw since Xavi stopped playing. I think he's very similar to Xavi. Mm -hmm. Again, I thought... I, if you watch my quote, you know this. Xavi for me was the best midfielder I ever saw. Mm -hmm. But I think Kimmich nowadays is one of the best midfielders. The, the problem with Kimmich was the COVID stuff uh, that he ended up stopping. Uh, I think it was like two months without playing last year. Mm -hmm. It was a mess, honestly. But I, I, I think Kimmich is, is one of the best German players right now in the world. Yeah. I, I, I said this the other day. I, I can't quite fathom where why his cards are as low as they are but even kind of the, the top end autos definitely the recent stuff I haven't looked too much into his rookies but he's someone that I've um, I'm definitely interested in at the moment because I can't work out as good as he is playing for a team as good as they are why his rookies don't seem to be um, not expensive right it doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't quite quality but to price isn't isn't quite there at the moment but but then, like, tell me like Muller like look how good yeah. Muller is and look at what he's achieved in over his career and now now people only seem to be starting collecting Muller rookie stickers and I'm like Muller's been around for ages he's been unbelievable but 
I guess. A, 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 a couple of stats for you, because it's not that I know this from the top of my head. I basically made videos for Muller recently. Right. Muller after Messi is is the is the top assister in the last I believe twenty years in Europe. Yeah. Muller is is the top assister ever in Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. Look, when you start looking at Muller's career, doesn't surprise me though. I mean, you need to put Muller as top ten in the last twenty years, probably of this. I would say this generation. I mean, does not get much better than Muller when you think about. But the thing with Muller is no marketing at all. <laughs> he's a guy that plays football. Um, maybe his play style is is not beautiful for for the eye, but he's amazing. I mean, and and another thing. Muller in 2014, uh, when the, when Germany ended up winning the the World Cup, got second place in the in the best uh, player at World Cup. But that was a robbery because Messi ended up winning, and Messi was not the best player on that World Cup. It was Thomas Muller by far, in my opinion. But and Messi is probably the player I like the most. But I think it's fair yeah. to say this: Muller was the best player on 2014, and in 2010. I believe he, he he was the the best youngest player of of the the World Cup. So Muller career is insane when you look about yeah. it. A lot of two Champions League, World Cup. I mean, mm. do not get do... He's got everything that you you would ask for in 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 a player that you would invest in. I mean, the the Ballon d'Or is maybe the only thing that's missing. But we live in an era where. Only one person has won the Ballon d'Or, not named Messi and Ronaldo. And, yeah, and that, that's Patrick. the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even and, uh, like you, I can't see it, but I think I feel like now, now we're starting to see with the the tail end of Messi and Ronaldo's careers, who's going to be the, by the way, be anyone? Thomas Muller is not done yet. That that's well, the thing. That's true. Thomas Muller probably have three, four seasons at top level. So. Again, I have some bias on this because I actually believe uh, Thomas Muller is one of the most undervalued players in the hobby. I agree. But uh, I, I really think Thomas Muller, and I'm not saying just rookies, that that's the thing people sometimes uh, in, go in the wrong way. Okay, rookies, but uh, what about uh, end cards? Even end cards for, for him sometimes are $100, you know? Mm. Um, a, a funny story that uh, I guess not, not, not even the first time I tell this story, but I was looking at. Um, Buffon uh, cards, and uh, I was looking at Ayen, the flawless, etc. Because I know for Messi, I'm I end up missing the boat on that. But mm. a, a flawless Buffon, um, I'm not sure if right now the price is still the same, but it's like $500. A top scrum, mm. uh, a parallel, let's say a green, is like 50 bucks. And I think, mm. Jesus, this is even cards with uh, in the ultra modern sphere, if, if you really like players like. Uh, I mean, Buffon, again, do not get much better than that. I mean, we are talking about probably the best uh, goalkeeper ever, or at least top three. It depends on opinion, of course. But um, uh, I think, and I actually, I would love to know your opinion on this. I think the market is very heavy on goats. You know, Messi, mm. Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, super expensive. Pelé, Maradona, probably. probably. And the kids like Alain, Mbappé, also super expensive. But I think... The rest of the market, you still find a lot of opportunity. Mm. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. What what's, what what has always interested me is that when you look at American sports, and I noticed I noticed um, a lot of uh, not not all not all Americans, but I noticed some uh, 
recently american youtubers who've kind of dipped their toe into football where they haven't maybe before i find it's interesting that american collectors or people that collect american sports like uh american football for example all of the money is in quarterbacks but he's barely in any there's barely any money in any of the other positions yes probably the, the sort of the catches the wide receivers would be the would be the second bet but the the mm. drop or the gap between one player in an entire team only one player is that player that people are looking seem to be looking for so that 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 is really interesting to me because when i used to open up boxes of cards i found myself going Oh, well, none of these are, are quarterbacks. And there's only one quarterback in a team. There's only a few quarterbacks in decent quarterbacks that are going to be in the set. And you're looking for such a small amount. Whereas with football, you you can look at all positions. Like you said, I know a lot of people avoid goalkeepers, but there is still money in, in collecting Lev Yashin or Buffon or Casillas or Noya or whoever you, whoever you decide to like. That's the one thing that really interests me about football is there's so many players that you can go for. Um, and I think people that dip their toe into soccer or football that are big in other sports would presume that goats or maybe a striker is probably the only player that they would, they would look for. So um, yeah. they're thinking, right, well, if I'm just going to buy maybe one, card, it's like what I did. My first ever card was a, a Michael Jordan rookie card i bought the i bought the goat and then that was it and then i found myself getting into sports cards more and more but but it does make sense that people go right okay well if i'm just gonna invest in one player i'll just i'll invest in the best and that no, makes, like, makes, say, that makes sense yeah i i i understand yeah. that <laughs> i mean yeah. you don't come to the market and you think about investing in john terry that, that's yeah, very likely yeah. right <laughs> yeah. was a great defender but uh... <laughs> well you say that but i do see a lot of people get into the hobby and and they start with they buy a big card and it is it is of someone like john terry and you think okay yeah i, I understand where you're coming from he was one of the best center backs we've ever seen in the premier league again buying someone like vincent company brilliant 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 player but as a sports card as a buy if you're looking to resell that it's going to be a it's going to be a tough one even some of the someone like alfonso davies it's a it is a good buy but he is still he's still a left back at the end of the day he's still a fullback so i, I, I think of also david the key thing is is the canadian market you know because yeah. a lot of people from that region in the hobby could be a similar case like police you know by the way uh, different Jonathan is, david is, is canadian as well and his prices are through the and, roof and, and let me say one thing david is actually top quality in terms of player yeah, the, very, he's, very good. He's, the guy is amazing um but my my thoughts on this is you are correct that yeah <laughs> sometimes you ask do you like john terry more or messi well i like messi more i mean i yeah. cannot i cannot even try to lie o, o, on that but uh, mm -hmm. I, I think the key thing is actually try to invest um look collect collect what you want of course but try to if if you want to we have a good return in the future. This is what I believe. You should look at greatness. And uh, yes, okay, goalkeepers, people may not care about. But Buffon is not the normal goalkeeper. I mean, Buffon is a name that everyone knows. If you, you have friends that watch football, 
I, I bet the man you went, all of them know Buffon, right? Is a name that everyone yeah, knows. Course. I mean, Buffon, Neuer, Casillas, those guys, people are, are aware. So, uh, again, if you tell oh, but the new, a new goalkeeper right now, that I would agree. I don't think that's probably a great buy. But when you're talking about some of the best in history in the position, I think that can make sense. For example, Roberto Carlos as a left defender. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a defender, but that man was so special at what he did that I actually think is a great investment. Look, Thomas Muller could go into that direction, being yeah. honest. I think Thomas Muller, in what he does, being almost the second striker, uh, playing almost as a false, uh, false nine, is probably one of the best ever to, to ever do it. I mean, um, and because of that, I, I, I tend to put things this way. What I'm seeing right now, even if the market is not seeing, there is a likely scenario if my fundamentals are correct, one day the market will agree with me. And I could be wrong. But uh, I think players like Buffon, Roberto Carlos, uh, Muller, man, those guys are elite. So do, <laughs> those guys are historical players for me. I suppose I'm almost contradicting my point because you reminded me the other day. So I bought a I bought a Danny Alves. Uh, one of the best ever in his position. Yeah, game-worn patch. And... Um, it was on a it was on a kind of a auction type app that's quite new over here and i think it started in france but it's it's broken out into the uk and the guy was making a good point as he was kind of i guess pitching it as people were pitting in the bids and he was like this guy has won everything pretty much everything there is to win he's one of the most winningest players of all time if you're talking about trophies he is actually think, he is the player with the most people the most titles ever there you go i, I for some reason i thought it was I thought it's either him or Marcelo, but yeah, it probably makes more sense than him. Marcelo is the is the Real Madrid player with most titles, but oh, uh, Daniel Alves is the player ever with most titles. That's the yeah that that would be the statistic that I've got missed up. Yeah, so I mean that that to me makes a lot of sense as a as a as a kind of a maybe a sleeper pick at the moment, maybe a pick that some people aren't thinking about because I've I've just caught myself saying it there. Fullbacks maybe aren't isn't something that's people are going to be interested in but I mean yeah Roberto Carlos I mean his free kicks you can't forget and he he could he completely changed the way that fullbacks used to play um getting as forward as he did and then going all the way back if you look at players now like Andy Robertson I'm sure Andy Robertson watched tons and tons of of, of videos of Danny players like Danny Elvis and Roberto Carlos uh, if you see but, how forward he gets up the yeah, amazing amazing back <laughs> but but I'm, then I think you are correct. That's the thing. I think what you said is probably true that in general, generally, yeah, left yeah. backs are not a great buy. But I mean, well, then exactly, Daniel Alves is not the, the normal player. I mean, yeah, think about what is the best right back ever. I mean, Daniel Alves is probably in the conversation with Cafu, yeah, um, with, yeah. with, uh, maybe Jalm from the, the, the old Brazil teams. But uh, I mean, there is not a lot of players in that conversation. So mm. I think if you are picking the best of the best, yeah, that's okay. Uh, for example, yeah. uh, actually, actually a great example, Beckenbauer. Well, central, no one cares about central defenders, but people care about Beckenbauer and Maldini. Maldini. Why? Well, because they are the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and Sergio Ramos, for me, could be also in that conversation. But uh, I think people prefer probably Maldini and Beckenbauer. But but yeah, I mean, if, if you pick the best of the best, mm -hmm. no matter the position. But 
what you said is correct, honestly. If if you tell me, should I buy left backs in general? Probably no. <laughs> that's the correct answer. But if you tell, oh, but I'm targeting the best of the best. Well, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but then I suppose, you, uh, would you, to think about it like this, would you be able to tell, so if, if we take a Haaland or an Mbappe as an example, would you be able to tell that a left back or a right back in the in the uh, point of their career that they're at at the moment would be a great buy? The argument might be that you would have to wait maybe a little bit longer with one of these full backs or these centre backs. You've got to give them a little bit more time than you would maybe an upcoming striker where you think, right, he's definitely going to win the Ballon d'Or. And maybe the Ballon d'Ors a lot of the time are contributed to more there, forward players. There is... But there is one one uh, guy that again zero cards for him but i think he's special i could be wrong again is the mm -hmm. the, the the liverpool right back uh I believe is arnold uh arnold yeah. alex and arnold trent That's right it, yeah. Yeah, i think i think he is well. actually a special player i could be wrong i think the, he's still very young already won champions league i don't know i, I think england have a really uh, I have a player for a lot of years on on that position, but uh, I don't know. I cannot predict the future, but I agree with you. I, I think you are okay taking risks with strikers, but with defenders gets gets much yeah. more scary because, first of all, you, you are already entering a market that you are not so sure, probably. And and the, the thing with strikers is, um, even if Mbappé does not make a great season uh, this season, there is still market for Mbappé, I bet, because they still have, oh, but Mbappé will, will come back. A striker, forget about it. Uh, not a striker, a defender, people, oh, he's fresh. <laughs> does not matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think is different. And and this is actually interesting because I, I said that, okay, if you target Daniel Alves, Cafu, the best right backs, I agree. But for strikers, it's a little bit different. You, you, you can think about 20 strikers that I think are a good buy. And uh, yeah. if that makes sense, yeah, but you don't think about 20 left backs that are a good buy. Uh, because, again, people love strikers. And to a certain point also makes sense. Look, Gary Neville for, for United was a, a good uh, right back. Oh, but i have so much more memories with when uh, Rooney, with ryan Giggs. you know those are the guys that i thought are really so i also get that because i can tell oh in terms of greatness do you think Rooney is much far from getting neville if you took a if you if you look at position maybe not maybe getting neville was one of the best in, in his position in his time and maybe for Rooney, you may not even make the argument so but Rooney was something else when ended up appearing on premier league and um, Finish, finish my thoughts because I'm going a little bit too long. Is is this Ronaldinho? If you look at Ronaldinho's stats, they are not super impressive. But if you saw, you know, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I'm trying because Ronaldinho yeah. was not stats, and people uh, say, oh, but uh, Messi is much better than Ronaldinho. Yeah, probably I agree with that. But sometimes stats don't tell the entire story, you know. And I, I feel a great example of that is probably Maradona because if you look at Maradona, I think. Hey man, people call this guy the goat, but Maradona won what? Uh, two uh, Serie A's uh, mm -hmm. and one World Cup. Of course, he's good, but you think, oh, but there is players with much better uh, resumes, almost. You know what I'm trying to say? But then I talk with people that saw Maradona and they tell me, you are crazy. Maradona was the best player ever because 
what is is about is sometimes is it becomes almost a phenomenon uh, actually similar to 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 mcgregor to Paddy Pimo. there is something about certain players like ronaldinho maradona that man you you just fall in love for them you know almost you feel yeah. out. I, I love those guys but i think uh, maradona is a great example because you think he was in that barcelona team and then he left for napoli and a lot of people were like hang on what what's he doing going to napoli they're a terrible team and at the time were an awful awful team they they, they didn't really there was no standout player in that team whatsoever but for him to come in that team and then to for the fans to take to him everyone to take to him and then for him to lift up that entire city and then take them to win titles is just that that alone is greatness is is taking a team that was never contending for a title to for them to just be able to buy that one player and then for him to go in there and bring them titles and bring them trophy where i think is uh is... i would say i would say one thing i never saw maradona or or pele playing no me, but me. Uh, and i have more maradona cards but uh, being totally honest i admire maradona more than pele for one reason yeah, it's not it's not that I think Pele was incredible because I think Pele was incredible and probably will always be the good for most people. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But the thing for me is Pele had an incredible Brazilian team. I mean, Carrincha, Jalma, some of those players are, are still some of the best ever in position. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Man, Maradona played not with randoms, but almost. I mean, the Maradona team on 86. Again, Valdan yeah. was a great player, yes, but come on, that team was Maradona. Napoli, yes, Carrec was a great player, but Maradona. The, the thing with Maradona, Maradona is, is the type of player that you kind of imagine in a movie, you know, that, oh, a guy alone wins everything. Pelé was amazing, but Pelé, and it's, it's not his fault, to be fair, because of, if you have great yeah, teams, even better. Yeah, I don't know. There is something about Maradona that almost a mystic, you know. That ah, come on, this guy. And I honestly also believe that maybe not, maybe Pele probably have a better career, mm -hmm. but prime by prime, if you have to pick the best moment ever for Pele versus the best moment ever for Maradona, I think Maradona was the best player to ever touch a ball. Yeah, uh, I and I think was against England on '86. I know the the goal was controversial. He scores yeah. two goals: the 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 end of God and the one that the other <laughs> one. That he just all ran the, the entire like ran past about ten players or something. Yeah, but that's 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 magic, right. basically. You know, he's <laughs> something that come on. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, and I I use that all the the that argument all the time. And some someone that two people that get compared all the time is Steven Gerrard and, and Frank Lampard, two brilliant midfielders played in the same position, arguably different players, but would the thing that, that makes me say Gerrard all the time is that Liverpool team there's compared to the, compared to the, the, the team that Lampard had around him. I mean, that, that AC Milan Liverpool champions league final, oh, great the game. fact that Gerrard just carried that team to, to, to win that. I think is is unreal and i think you can compare that to maradona a lot it's just that that team he had around him just wasn't nearly as good as the the the, the team that that, that uh, pele had around him and also uh, i guess you <laughs> could argue that 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 maradona played for the the teams that we do know like the barcelona's the napoli's whereas 
I guess Pele didn't quite have that on his side in terms of playing for those. We didn't see Pele play for Barcelona. Or yes, but Europe. for me, is the thing. Pele won three World Cups. Maradona won one. Man, yeah. but but that one was so special. Yeah, that I like it, was, it yeah. more than the other three. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and even winning. I mean, people when people think about the the Napoli stuff, I honestly think people have don't understand how incredible that was because mm. look, Italy at that time was insane. You are talking about Milan with Van Basten, yeah, Bullitt, Rijkaard, Maldini, Baresi. You have Inter with an, another super strong team and yeah, Maradona the best in the world. Yeah, Juventus with a strong team and Maradona was the king for two years. But still, mm. incredible to think about. And Maradona yeah. made so much mistakes in his career that it is what it is, basically. But that's that's why I kind of I, I think the, the Maradona is like the is a player that relates with a lot of us, you know, in the sense that we are not perfect. Maradona also was not perfect, but uh, yeah. man, his prime is it was something else, basically. <laughs> Absolutely, I couldn't. Agree I, I really, again, I actually I enjoy watching Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi more because I have more connection with them. But if I had to pick one goat from the past, uh, Maradona is the one. And I, I saw a, a documentary recently about Maradona, so I'm quite quite inspired by by him. Uh, and actually, Guardiola said, said an amazing thing. Uh, I'm not sure when 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 um, when he died when when Maradona died. Maradona said that he, he went to Argentina and uh, he saw a wall saying this some type of graffiti or something that that said uh, does not matter. Basically said, Maradona does not matter what you did, what your life matter, what you did for us. And I thought that was amazing because yes, Maradona made a lot of mistakes, but uh, in the inside of the pitch, he, he was incredible. And another thing that people forget about, Maradona was one of the first guys calling out Platini and all of the mafia in FIFA. And people at the time said, oh, Maradona is on coke. Maradona is crazy. No, but Maradona was quite ahead of his time even on that. He said that yeah. Platini and, and Pelé, they, they are getting paid by FIFA. They, they should be quiet. And after a couple of scandals, uh, guess what? He ended up being right. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, to finish this, I think uh, the, the last uh, topic that I would like uh, just to uh, quick thoughts, honestly, is about the, the Premier League legends, um, because I think you agree with me that um, they deserve a premium. Actually, going a little bit different on this one, for the pre-modern era, what are the, the five players you, you like the most on, on the on Premier League? You Ooh. said you said you said uh, Gerard, so I assume he's one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's okay. So the one, the ones that I collect are the ones that spring to mind, and there's pro probably you could list off a, a load and say, "Damn, why didn't you mention those?" And I would completely agree with you. Oh, but course. if I just talk about the ones that spring to mind, Rooney, Gerard, Lampard, Torres, and Drogba, I think would be would be the five that just to me I'm like. Great yeah, those, those players were all, all strikers, but well, no, two midfielders. But two midfielders, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that I list, I I like it a lot. I would not pick probably Drogba, amazing, Lampard, amazing, <laughs> Gerrard, amazing, 
Rooney amazing. Uh, Torres, I'm not sure. I, I thought yeah, this, he was very he, he was very good at one point in time, but I felt his career. Uh, I probably would put Scholes. Uh, again, yeah. he, if 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 I want to be honest, the best player was Thierry Henry at the Premier League. But um, yeah. but I don't know. I think there is a lot of choices basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I put skulls. Uh, funnily enough, I actually I've 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 made the argument for skulls over Lampard and Gerrard before plenty of times. But um, yeah, I mean, Roy Keane I would put in there, but no, these card prices aren't. <laughs> aren't necessarily the best and i guess if people are going for strikers or real iconic players then the kind of the the, the skulls Lara, lampard gerard all those kind of arguments the the the, the thing about the about lampard gerard and skulls <laughs> let's see if you agree with me on this one mm -hmm. i think gerard is the most iconic of all of them because gerard represents a club gerard was the man for Liverpool. So in yeah, terms of being sure. iconic, I think it's Gerrard. Yeah. In terms of quality, I think it's Scholes. I think Scholes was incredible in, in his position. But I actually think Lampard as a package probably was the best player because Lampard scored so many goals. He, 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 I believe he still owns the record for most goals as a midfielder. Yeah. So I actually think all three are great for different reasons. I think Probably people like Jagger the most, honestly, because yeah, it's Jagger. I mean, the, the man was super iconic for Liverpool. I think quality probably goes for Skull. Better, I would not say even better player, but more a modern player. That I, I think if you put Lampard playing right now, I think Lampard will be elite. You know, uh, because he, he was already very ahead of his game, scoring a lot of goals. So yeah, but but all, all, player, yeah. all three are, are amazing, honestly, and uh, funny that. Gerard is probably the biggest idol for Liverpool, I would assume. Uh, Lampard is probably also the biggest idol, with probably Drogba and John Terry being also close for Chelsea. And Skulls is not the biggest idol, but he's also one of the, the idols for uh, United fans. Yeah, I, th I think United fans truly do know how good Skulls was in terms of ability, in terms of um, game IQ, I think is... Un un unbelievable player maybe someone that's not talked about enough but yeah. uh, what i don't get is how can you guys not win something with such amazing players like lampard Jeff well, yeah we tried Rooney. to all three of them into a team and it just didn't it didn't did not work it was the opposite of xavi and the Esther. it's just those three players in one team we we uh, it was an attempt to just put them all they were all good and they're all fantastic for their teams, but I yeah. think I think yeah, I completely agree. I think I think bad management let us down has done maybe uh, has done has uh, done recently as well. I think Gerard and Lampard in particular are very similar. So you kind of have to pick one, but then it's weird. Yeah, yeah they oh, yeah. it's happened before where players cancel each other out because both are unreal but want the ball or 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 too much or they yeah. don't give to each other or there's maybe that rivalry there i don't know but no for maybe sure. under better management um i mean yeah we should have won something that that team was was crazy i think we should have won something in uh in the recent tournament as well but no yeah it is what it is basically it was, it was ours to win that italy team was one of the worst italy teams yeah i i i, I so. thought england but i mean i this is not a critique to England, but I feel like they always fail in a crucial moment. That's why yeah. I, 
I always have struggled trusting in in them. Um, but then, thank it's you like so that much Man City about the, the the Champions League. It's yeah, just yeah. like an unreal team. But just, yeah, that, that like, is something uh, mental, you know. <laughs> yeah, it must be. It's a curse. I agree. Um, one day we'll win something, hopefully. No, for sure. Well, then, uh, this is a long conversation already. Thank you so yeah. much for uh, for spending that. this time with me. Uh, means a lot. Uh, it was a pleasure. Um, if you have some final thoughts, this is the moment, basically. <laughs> yeah, pleasure's mine. Yeah, thank you very much for... I think we've been going two hours on the dot now. So, yeah, thank you very much. It hasn't felt like that at all. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. It's good to, good to chat with someone who's got... Um, definitely similar thoughts in terms of the the yeah. hobby um we might sometimes collect different things but it's it's nice to see that we kind of agree a lot and it's um 100 yeah, yeah it, it was a complete pleasure to talk to you um i don't think i have any points really i mean if your viewers potentially interested in checking out my stuff it's uh sports cards uk or one word on instagram youtube um, no, I, I will leave all the links. Um, yeah, people should, of course, check 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 your uh, Instagram, your your basically all your social media, YouTube. Um, yeah. yeah, because I think that they will also uh, enjoy it quite a lot. So, oh, thank you. Thanks so much, um, guys. See you next time. And yeah, bye.